balance, I think, is successful, but you're never going to arrive. You are always working it. We, mm -hmm. mother, business, mm -hmm. clients, husband, friends, we're always balancing. Yeah. Uh, so I learned that from Brian Buffini. You never arrive. We're always working. Working. We're working toward. Yes. We're working toward mm -hmm. arriving, but we're never quite there because we have to work on all those parts and pieces, right? right. Welcome to High Trust Professionals, a podcast where we interview top industry and community leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs from across the country. Hear what it takes to build trust, be a respected leader, be productive, and win your day. Sit back and relax as we dive into another episode of High Trust Professionals Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to High Trust Professionals Podcast. I'm Lynette Arismith, your host. Today I'm here with my wonderful friend Marie Otis with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Ambassador Real Estate. Hello everyone. Welcome. Thank welcome. You for me. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. You are so successful and so busy, and I appreciate you took a little time today. To see us absolutely so let's just start with who are you who's marie give our audience just a little snippet what, what's your story go back as far as you'd like high school no <laughs> no probably not <laughs> probably not even college um let's i'll tell you how i ended up in real estate so my background i'm a medical technologist and microbiologist by college degree and then I went to, I got married and had my first child and then decided I would go to graduate school. So I studied to be a mental health practitioner and I was going to do therapy for people. Okay, wait a minute. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> we <laughs> spend a lot of time in therapy with it each helps. other. <laughs> it does. Uh, but when I figured out the avenue that I was on was not probably going to pay me enough to support our family along with my husband, I decided... Um, I would stay home for a while and figure it out. Um, before I had babies, I said to my husband, do you, what if I do real estate? Because I, yeah. I wasn't liking working in the health system here. Yeah. And like, what if I do real estate? He goes, oh, you won't like that. Your phone's going to ring all the time. And that's why I went to graduate school. Then I finished that and two kids later, and I said to my husband, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe I should do real estate. And he goes, I think that'd be a great idea. You'd be fabulous at that. And I'm like, Okay. What's changed? <laughs> two years later, yeah, two babies, two and, yeah. and now you think it's a good idea? Yeah. Um, and how many, how many years ago was that? 21. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 21 years in the business? 21 years oh, I've congratulations. been a Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've not just been a realtor. You've been a rock star, successful real estate professional extraordinaire whatever what are the words can and you know I never think of myself that I know way. you don't I, I just help people I mean and that's truly my drive mm -hmm. is just to be there and help and guide people so I don't I'm not competitive although I do like to see myself in the upper few mm -hmm. positions but I'm not driven by yeah. that it's yeah. just a happy yeah happy accident that happens mm. by taking care of people interesting so. Yeah. Interesting. Well, from my seat, I would say, you know, we've known each other and of each other for a long time, probably all of those 21 years. Yeah. And having been able to create a deeper relationship with you, mm -hmm. you know, it starts professionally, then you become good friends. And it's been so wonderful just to be that person watching mm -hmm. because I, I see how you care for your people and I see why you're so successful. Um, 
And it, it's not just by chance, Marie. So congratulations on that. Thank you, my friend. You're welcome. So let's go back to, I don't know how old you were. When I got my first part-time job, I think I was 15. How old were you? Yep, about that same. What'd you do? I worked in fast food. Hardee's. Hardee's? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I used to love Hardee's. I know. Didn't they have those skinny, like skinny fries? Yeah. Weren't they skinny? I was a, I was a waitress mm -hmm. in a truck stop. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh-uh. Uh, nope. I did not like that at mm -hmm. all. And, you know, I tried other serving jobs thereafter. Wasn't really my superpower. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not my no. So then what? What was your next job? Uh, then I was in college, and I waited on tables in a restaurant. And mm. then I was of age. I waited on people in the bar yeah um until i graduated yeah nice mm -hmm. very good you know i think oftentimes with those that are so successful and you say you're not competitive but think back to when you had to really create a work ethic a good work ethic you know it wasn't just that you just did nothing mm -hmm. you had to do something and i think i think success you know kind of sprinkles and clues along the way of our lives. So speaking of success, how would you define success? What does that look like to you? Uh, I would say success is con a constant working on a balanced life. Balance, I think, is successful, but you're never going to arrive. You are always working it. We, mm -hmm. mother, business, mm -hmm. clients, husband, friends, we're always balancing. Yeah. So I learned that from Brian Buffini. You never arrive. We're always working. Working. We're working toward. Yes. We're working toward mm -hmm. arriving, but we're never quite there because we have to work on all those parts and pieces, right? right. Whether it's pillars of our business, mm -hmm. legs of our life. Yep. Um, Friends going to Mexico. The hats that we have to wear. Oh, <laughs> are we going to go there? I don't know. <laughs> are we going to Mexico? Uh, maybe. No, yes. No, yes. We are going know. to make, yes. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone. You know, right. I success is so, it's defined so differently by most people. Mm -hmm. Some it is what you achieve right. and what you accomplish. Mm -hmm. For others, it is that balance. Mm -hmm. How do you find, you know, one of the things I admire about you is you take time for you. I take a lot of time for me. So just yeah. a couple of examples, you know, because mm -hmm. you drive hard mm -hmm. and being... A successful businesswoman and being a wife and being a mother and being a friend it's all everyone's pulling right mm -hmm. and so I love that you'll take time to go to yoga mm -hmm. twice a week with my husband and that's a priority Which is fun it is a priority yeah, that's a priority if I say hey you want to do blah 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 on Tuesday no mm -mm. Lynette you know I have yoga oh shoot I'm gonna mm -hmm. have to put that in my calendar <laughs> but I think also taking care of yourself from a health standpoint Mm -hmm. is important. You know, yes. yoga, working out, trainer, because mm -hmm. all of that plays into our mental health. I would agree. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think I think so too. Yeah. So speaking of habits, I love that we both have an affinity for Brian Buffini. Yes. So what do you think are those habits that help you win the day? You know, just speaking from a business standpoint, you've got you know, we're going to talk about your builder relationship. You've mm -hmm. got clients. You have a fantastic assistant who works do side by her. side. Mm -hmm. And so how do you win your day every day? 
it's all about touching people and making contacts. So um, I write birthday cards, I write home anniversary cards. I, I now try to do video birthday messages. Oh, good job. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I have a little hat on, a little noisemaker. Uh, it's way out of my comfort zone, but people like them. They, they love it. They laugh, and mm -hmm. so it's kind of goofy, which is not my personality. I yeah. don't, I don't have a goofy hmm. personality. Hmm. Okay, well, I don't think I have a goofy personality. <laughs> Depends on the day. So, what sure. are what are some I don't know tools or technology maybe in your business that helps you stay organized? Uh, Buffini is mm -hmm. a big one. Um, that is our contact management system, and it tells me who I need to call, who I need to write a note to. Um, Popeyes, little gifts that we drop off. Thank mm -hmm. you, by the way. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. And so that helps me. It, the system's fantastic because it just pops up who's the next person you should be reaching out to. Um, so in addition to looking at the birthdays and anniversaries of the month where I know I need to and want to contact them, mm -hmm. then it's we send out a newsletter. Um, we're having a movie event this weekend, so we're going to all go see Mario. Yay. Um, dressing up as Mario, or maybe I'm Luigi. I'm, I'm one of them. Take pictures. Oh, we will. Take pictures. We will, yeah. No. I think being relevant and top of mind. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I love about, the, a big plug for Brian Buffini and the Referral Maker, that's what the, it, our, those yes. in our audience that want to know, it's called Referral Maker. Fabulous. And, you know, we use that as well to stay mm -hmm. on top of who do we need to call, who do we need to touch, who needs... Um, a note in the mail, so all of those things. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons that you breed success and repeat business mm -hmm. is by staying in touch and being relevant. Right, I agree. So I would say that's definitely something that sets you apart from your competitors. So if you're in a listing appointment, mm -hmm. how do you how do you distinguish yourself? If someone's gonna if I'm gonna interview three different people for my listing today, why should I hire you? So first of all, most of my buyers and sellers come from referrals. I, I, I would mm -hmm. say probably I, last year maybe 97% of my business came from mm -hmm. which is fantastic. my contact. Yes. Yeah. So I, I rarely find myself in a situation of competition, mm -hmm. which <laughs> shoo, toss, toss. Very nice to have. <laughs> um, but when I know I am competing, and, and I don't treat them any different, but of course, you go in with a different mindset yeah. than when you know you've helped mm -hmm. them buy and sell before. Mm -hmm. and anyway, so I'm very systematic. So we have a conversation with them over the phone when they first reach out so I can get to know what their home is and what their expectations are. Then we drop off a pre-listing package at their house so it gives them a little homework. You can kind of gauge by whether or not they have done their homework, mm -hmm. how maybe committed they are towards you. Sometimes I'll come and they'll have everything, property disclosure and everything filled out, and I'm thinking, okay, this yes. is great. Um, sometimes they haven't even opened it. So mm -hmm. every appointment is different, but it gives them all the basic information, and then it's really just a conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what are your expectations? Mm -hmm. How can I meet what you need? Uh, so I'm always client-driven because everybody's different, and everybody needs different some people need a lot of hand-holding, and some people, this is like their 15th house they're selling, and they're just like, yeah, we trust you. Just where do we sign? Yes, exactly. 
So yeah. Yeah, I think being consistent is so important, whether mm -hmm. you know them or not, whether it's yep. your first time working with them or 10, mm -hmm. I agree 100%. So let's transition a little bit. So okay. you are the realtor representative for Nelson Builders. That is correct. Mm -hmm. And we oftentimes talk about the market yes. and what's going on and mm -hmm. where's their land and where's their inventory. Mm -hmm. So how long have you represented them? This is our ninth year. I know. It doesn't seem that long, but yeah. Which is also a, a testament to you. You know, a lot of builders have professional realtors that represent them that kind of come and go. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk a little bit about Nelson Builders. So yes. give us the 411 on them and then we'll kind of dive into the market a little bit. So they, before they became a builder of single family homes, they worked as framers. So they owned a framing company. And two brothers, right? Yeah, okay. Wes and Kevin Nelson. And they did all kinds of framing and one of their large clients was a mass community builder and then when that community builder ended up not being in a good financial situation um, that kind of I think this is me speaking not them um, changed their business plan and, and what they were going to do plus they were getting older and they weren't going to get up they don't hammer nails anytime now on the roofs or anything like that um, and then they transitioned for a while they have rental properties that they Mm -hmm. were buying Section 8 and then renting properties, so they had that pocket of income. And then they also um, have some commercial buildings that they have oh. built, and so then houses came along, and right. they went to our company. At that time, I worked for CBS Home Real Estate and talked to the land development guy and asked for a referral, and it was me. Uh, yeah, so we've grown together. I mean, when we first yeah. started, they were just getting started building single-family homes, awesome. and together we've put systems in place, mm -hmm. and I've taken on more and more responsibility to make their life easier. And, yeah. and it's kind of an annual conversation I have with them: is what is there anything else I can do mm -hmm. to make your job easier? Because that's mm -hmm. that's my way of taking good care of my clients. Like yeah. I do all my clients, but this just happens yep. to be a builder. So we have a great relationship. They're great guys, easy to get along and with. They, I am blessed. And they build a fantastic yes, home. Yes, they do. And they're kind. Yeah. I, well, but I, here's what I love about, about what I heard you say. And mm -hmm. you and I have talked about this. Yes. You know, you take ownership of the process. It's not just you're there to answer questions and, hey, guys, take it over. They expect you to help take ownership of the entire project, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is awesome. So you've got that knowledge base as well. Are there any yes. special projects you're working on? I mean, land is kind of skinny right now. Inventory is low. Where are we building these days? Um, so when we join neighborhoods, not everybody knows how that works, but usually there's a developer, they develop a land, piece of land into lots, and then they have a meeting and with builders and we all get to draw and we get a, sometimes three, sometimes six lots. It's called a lot draw. Lot draw. Yeah. Usually at a restaurant. <laughs> uh, so what, what happens with that is then we get our allowance, and because I think of our systems, our product, um, the builders, we build customs pretty quickly on our lots, and we typically end up adding more lots from the what we call mm -hmm. pool lots, or lots that are not assigned. Sure. So... We will go through our lots and then some pool lots before a lot of builders will even get going on getting their first three 
-hmm. built on mm -hmm. or six built on. Mm -hmm. So we're always on the lookout for lots. Sure. Uh, right now there's there's a lull in development. Mm. We haven't had a new lot draw for, for a year or so now. And it looks like we may not have one till next year. I don't know. So what do you think is the why? What's the why behind the what? I think it's the costs. Yeah. Everything's going up. Everything's going up. The development it has been costs, going up, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Lot prices, all oh, of that, yeah. right? Uh, interest rates. Interest we rates always. Interest rates. Let's not. You know, one, <laughs> but we do. <laughs> but yeah. we do, yes. Real estate, mortgage lending, and I interest rates. Yes, mm -hmm. interest. You know, I think rates have scared some people off of doing anything, especially when you build. Yes. Because, it's, you know, you're not going to build and close in 30 days unless you have a spec. Right. right, you can have a spec that's almost finished or finished, mm -hmm. but you've got that risk of market. Yes, and that. So what we've done, and this might be helpful for you and your mm -hmm. audience, is you know we have some amazing adjustable rate mortgage options. Mm -hmm. And you know, ARM used to be such a bad word, like oh my gosh, no one should do that. Right. People don't realize you can choose to have that fixed rate for five years, seven years, ten years. We even have a fifteen-year ARM actually. Mm -hmm. So you you know you offset that risk. While you wait for the market to adjust, mm -hmm. and it will, oh, historically absolutely. speaking, rates will come down again. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why we work so well together, because we both know the importance of that consultation. Yes. Asking questions first mm -hmm. and putting a plan in place, whether it's now mm -hmm. or it's later. It doesn't matter. Right. We don't care. No. Just knowing how we can serve them mm -hmm. in the time frame that works for them. Yes. Right. And I play in my sandbox, so I never assume that I can take the place of Lynette. So when people ask me questions and I'm not comfortable because I don't work in your sandbox yeah. every day, mm -hmm. um, it's nice to have good referral partners that you yeah. know are going to take great care yeah. of your clients. And I can say, here's Lynette's phone number and yeah. her business card. Call Lynette. Or you'll say, "Hey, call so and so." Yeah, I don't yes. want. To, I don't want to be in your sandbox either. No. Okay. So, so <laughs> yes, we love Nelson Builders. Yes, we do. What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you in real estate? Oh my lord! I mean, I know back in the day, what was that, fifteen, twenty years ago when I was listing and selling? Mm -hmm. um, I walked in. Uh, it was one of my listings, and I thought my client was not home. Oh. Mm -hmm. And I walked in to do something, and she had just gotten out of the shower. That was in, thank goodness it was her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I know what you mean. How about you? Most embarrassing. You know, I am I'm really conservative when it comes to my behavior <laughs> in work. Uh, so I don't know. So nothing. Well, I'm trying to think of something. Okay, it might not have been embarrassing for me. This was probably my most awkward. Okay, awkward with a buyer. Yeah, we were in a vacant house um, over in Regency. Regency has bigger houses. Yeah. old, older. Most mm -hmm. of them need some help, mm -hmm. some love. Mm -hmm. And this one was vacant, and we were looking in the master bedroom, and, and it was an odd floor plan. But there was a room next to the primary, sorry, I can't call it master room, primary bedroom. And in the closet, when you open up the door, there was a one-way mirror and there was a stand on it. I won't connect those dots for you, but that was very awkward. 
Okay, that is, that would be awkward. They didn't buy that house. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, that was probably early in my oh career, my too. Yeah, and I was just like, it took me a moment because my mind doesn't work that way. And I'm like, what? Oh. You know, people are interesting. Yes, they Very are. Very interesting. Okay, mm -hmm. so if you could spend time with one person, I don't care if it's someone who's famous, not famous, mm -hmm. here, not here, if you could spend time with one person and just pick their brain, who would that be? Oh, I don't know that I'd pick a brain. My mom. I wish I had more time with my mother. She yeah. passed away a couple years ago, and she was a great lady. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's funny. As a child, you see your mom in one way. And then when they pass, and you have all these people that I barely knew saying all these fantastic things about your mother, and mm -hmm. you know, one of them was like, she encouraged me. I never would have gone to graduate school had she not. You know, So yeah. those kind of stories, and it opens your eye to what I missed mm -hmm. had I had more of an adult relationship with her yeah. than just the mother-child. Yeah. Same thing happened with my mother-in-law and her funeral. So I, it's, that's mm. probably more, it's more relational-based family. Yeah. And it's a good point now to spend more time with the people that you care and love. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes we get so busy that we forget the importance of those things. And it's easy to do in this business because yeah. it's not a nine-to-five. No, ma'am, it mm -hmm. is not. So what's the biggest piece of advice you've ever been given? Probably do what makes you happy. Work should make you happy. Then you don't feel like you, I mean, there are days you'll feel like you're working. But mm -hmm. in general, it just becomes a part of you. And so if you've got the right job, it doesn't feel like a job. And for me... I'm I'm kind of a caretaker. Um, that's a whole nother podcast. Kind of a caretaker. <laughs> Part two. Part never. <laughs> uh, but that that I would say it's that. Um, okay. I just it's not work to me. It's mm -hmm. it's what I do to help other people live the life that they want to live. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just play a small portion of it. But um, that's special. Yeah, that's very special. So let's end with this, okay? If you could go back to your younger self, mm -hmm. you decide how young. <laughs> okay. What would you say? Don't worry, everything will work out. You'll be awesome. Doesn't Just don't worry about it now. Mm -hmm. Just do what you need to do to be mm -hmm. you and successful and everything else will work out. Kind of also plays into love what you do. And I do. Mm -hmm. That's so, you know, oftentimes when I have been coaching other professionals and have been coached, which I, I love both sides of that. A coach needs a coach too sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I, I have to go back to the why because we get so driven and we're like, go, go, go. And you have to go, okay, take a step back. Right. Why do I do what I do? Mm -hmm. How do I serve others, mm -hmm. you know, to bring to bring forth happiness in other ways. Mm -hmm. And that's hard sometimes. Yes. So my friends, Marie Otis. Marie, where can our viewers find you? If they said, oh my gosh, I, I want to learn more about Nelson Builders or I want to know more about Marie's mm -hmm. real estate business, mm -hmm. where can they go? A phone call's best, 402-670-8775. But you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram and Marie my Otis. website, yeah, mariotis.com. Okay. So perfect. We're awesome. everywhere. 
<laughs> so are we. <laughs> yes. So are we. That's okay, guys. Supposed to be. That's a wrap. I'm Lynette Aerosmith, your podcast host for High Trust Professionals. Thanks for spending time with us today. Don't forget, please go find us on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and TikTok. <laughs> See you next time.